Hey guys, it's your girl Lark and Nina of Single and Loop Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and like our Facebook page. Subscribe to us on SoundCloud, Google Play, Spreaker, and iTunes. And don't forget to leave a five-star review. Say I need a single, so here you go. Say you need a sing, I told him 24. She asked me am I sing, I told her damn right. Yeah, she got a man, but she's single for the night. Single. Hey guys, we are officially back. What up? Hi, Mike. This is episode 55. 55. Of Single in the Motherfucking Loop. All right. We might sound a little tired, y'all. We're going to go ahead and apologize in advance. (laughs) (laughs) We're still coming down from from the event. We had our first live show this past Sunday. Mm -hmm. It was really, really good. Yeah. It was, um, I feel like, more than what I expected. I expected it. Okay. Nina was doubting us. I wasn't doubting it. It's just that when you're unsure, you just don't know how things are going to turn out, especially when it's your first time. Yeah. So I feel like I was just more focused on making sure, like, everything, you know, was in order, you know. But it was a really, it was really good. I think we turned out to have about 50-something people. Which, yeah. which I think was really good. And, um, yeah, I think everyone had fun and we had good conversations and topics. Yeah. Um, we didn't get to all the topics that people wrote and we still have them. Yes. So, so we are going to try to hit some of them today because I think this will be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we definitely had fun. I am super recovery mode. As y'all can hear in my voice, like... <laughs> I took a cough drop before I came, but it's not working. Um, <laughs> it was great. Like, I feel like the turnout was really good. We had great crowd participation. Um, everybody had something to say, which was, like, dope that we right. all could be together. Because, like, we sit here and do this all day long, back and forth, and every now and again we have a guest. Right. But to have, like, multiple people being able to chime in on different topics and things that we were talking about mm-hmm. was fucking amazing. Um, everybody there, I felt like was ready to participate. Right. Cause I feel like we said something there. I was like, ah! uh, yeah, yeah. Like, like I, I wasn't, and that's the thing. Like, I wasn't sure like if people were going to be like that or if we were just going to have to like kind of talk to each other yeah. first to get it warmed up. But right away, we barely talked to each other. <laughs> right. We barely even had to talk. Like once we read questions in the topic, people just went with it and kept it going. And I just, right. I just think it was really good. Um, a really good uh, crowd input and participation yeah. and and also funny and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to bring it up. Wait, but... I want you bringing it up. No. Oh, you know what I'm going to bring up? Wait, not yet. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What? What are we waiting um, for? What else? What else? Go ahead. Fuck it. Bring it Exactly. Bring I'm like, what up. are we waiting? We're just talking about it, right? So I mean, might as well. Um, the show was really good. Um, of course. There were a few young women that were there that weren't familiar with the podcast, First but I guess all, they heard they heard about the event because we did. You said a few young women. Hmm? You said a few young women. 
Yeah, I don't know their age. They wouldn't our age. Well, we're not you considered You older young. ladies. We're not considered young. I mean, either. but we ain't considered their age either. Well, one thing is that they came and um, they weren't familiar with the podcast, but somehow they knew about the event and they came out. One thing, I'll say this before what happened, is that the fact that they knew about it without even knowing the podcast, I was like, wow, the marketing, you know, we must have really like, Mm -hmm. it must have been really good. I think our marketing was really good. How uh, we just did promo videos. We kept, you know, plastering it in people's heads. And I think we promoted it a month out. Yeah. So um, I think that was really good. Um, But anyways, so um, as Lark says, older women were at a table, but only one woman spoke really. But she was offended by a comment that someone else said. Now, in these things, you can't really control what someone else says at the moment. But I do believe that if you are offended, you can regulate it. But for me, the comment was we were talking about um, uh, dating and um, like how many, you know, dating and it got on a uh, it got on a a subject of it being like financial, like, yeah, you know, expensive for certain parties to pay for for men to pay to date multiple women and take most women. Out right. On dates. Because we were talking about women taking men out. And I think somebody said, oh, it's kind of expensive for me because, you know, I do. This, right. This, that and the other right. as a woman. And then somebody had basically said, you know, it gets expensive for guys too, to just take a whole bunch of bitches out on dates or whatever. Like that gets expensive. And that's exactly what he said. Now, right. when he said it, all the women, like we caught it. We were like, oh, you know, like, I, I didn't I. catch it. I mean, I didn't <laughs> catch it to feel offended. No, no, like, no. But I, I mean, think- when he said it, I mean, I listened to what he said, but honestly, my mind just like kept going. Even- I didn't take it offensive. I don't think anybody took it offensive. I think everybody was just like, I, like, I, nigga. <laughs> I didn't you. even do that. I didn't even do that. Like, oh, I'm going to let that pass. Like, I didn't even think of it that but way. I don't. I don't- I think it was just like a natural reaction for a lot of people, but no, I don't think anybody was offended. Right. Well, well, I'll take that back. Somebody was offended. One person was offended. Everybody else could care fucking less. But before we even get into that, before we started, when we started, Nina asked, was there anybody there that had not listened to the podcast? So at this point, we did not know that these ladies had not listened to our podcast until this point. I think I said, yeah, I said, has anyone not listened to the podcast or does anyone not know like why they're here like yeah. for the event? Because it was a public bar. Right. It was at Spivey's uptown in third ward. So of course I felt like maybe we'll get some people from that, the public, which yeah. we did. And so I made that announcement at first because I was like, I don't want anybody to be in the dark. I mean, they came about out. About let me at least, let me at least enlighten you on what's about to go down or whatever, but right. no one raised their hand. No. So we kept it moving. But this lady, after that comment was made um, about, you know, um, calling women in general the B word bitches or whatever, she stood up and felt like she had to say, you know, voice her opinion, which honestly, I'm not against freedom of speech. If you feel like you're feeling disrespected, please voice your opinion. But the first thing she said was, I don't listen to your podcast. Oh my gosh, did I not ask, (laughs) did I not ask who is unfamiliar with our podcast and who does not know why they're here? That was the opportunity 
for, for one of up. them or whoever at their table to say, hey, I heard about this event. I'm not too sure what you guys talk right. about and move on. Right. It's the same thing. We are in summer when you go to on a trip and you don't, you've never been to a place you're supposed to research before you go. No, before, before you, you go. go. Right. So honestly, if I'm going to a podcast event, I at least want to know like, Oh, well, what do they talk about? Is it yeah. politics? Is it this? Is it something I'm interested in? Um, but she was offended by the word and just felt like, you know, if this is what it's going to be, which was a comment from someone else that she would have to leave. I mean, the big exit was right there. No door was even involved. She could have just walked out, but I was just like, you know, okay, you know, we can't control what anyone else says. I also enlightened her since she says she doesn't listen to the podcast while I was like, well, if you did. Me and Lark don't call each other that, but we can't control what someone else says. Right, and I say the word bitch from time to time. Like, right. And I was going to say that, but Nina kind of was like, you know, because the lady, first of all, the lady, this is why she pissed me off. Not the fact that she was like, oh, well, you know, he said the word bitch or whatever. was like, oh, is this your brand? Is this what you're going to, bitch, sit right. down. Yeah, like, like when the, she, sit first down. of all, but this is the thing. When she said, this is y'all's brand, I'm like, you don't even know the brand and you're here. You don't even know it. And, and if you're this here. is what we're going to be doing, then I'm going to have to leave. You can leave. Right. Nobody's holding you hostage. Right. The door is right there. Actually, the big ass hole that you walked in to sit down, you can walk right back out that goddamn hole. Like, right. Nina addressed the situation. I addressed the person that said it on the, like, on the side, still on the mic. People yeah. hurt. People hurt me. Yeah. I don't know if you heard me say anything to her because you were still talking to the lady. And well, the lady- we, went, we went on a little break, and so I made it a point to go over to her table and talk to her because, one... Um, I'm a very appreciative of people coming out that heard about it just through like marketing, not even like knowing us or knowing someone or whatever. But I just wanted to go over her to make sure that she was okay. That she, Cause I, you know, we're not here to offend anybody. We're not here to, to make anyone feel less than right. or whatever, but, but everyone, you can't please everybody. But I just felt like courtesy wise, I went over and talked to her, thanked them for coming, asked them how they um, heard about the event and all and so forth. But like I said, I did give opportunity for someone to speak up if they had no idea what what things were about, you know, what we were about to get into or where it may go. You know, one thing is that, come on, like if you come to something like this, you're coming to third ward, you're going to hear all kinds of things. I mean, I don't. This is the thing. Nina said what she said. The lady was still talking after Nina already said, you know, well, we yeah. don't do this, whatever. She was still like, she was just in an uproar. Yeah. So other people was raising their hands because they had something to actually talk about as right. far as the podcast. Okay. Next person. Right. Like, I'm not one. We were on a time. Like we were, we had a time limit. Right. right? So I'm not going to stop what we're doing and what we normally do because right. somebody said that sitting here on this show, we wouldn't even blink twice. Like it does. Cause we're not offended. Like I know I'm not a bitch. Yeah. You know, you're not well, a bitch. One thing is this, is that this is just the first of probably many, especially because we're women. So I feel like it was a good lesson learned, you know, but I feel like that's just going to be the one of many type of things that you will receive at right. a public event because it is public. It was free. You didn't have to pay well, to come to this event. Well, this is going to be our last free one, though. Is it? So, yeah, it's I don't think it should be. No, it's definitely going to be our last one. Um, but we'll talk about that later. But I feel like our podcast is not for people that's easily offended. 
You know right. what I'm saying? And not everything is for everyone. And I accept that. But what we're not going to do is take away from the listeners that actually listen to our show and mute and water down what we're saying and what they're right. saying to make one person that doesn't listen to the show feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. That's not what we're doing. And after the fact, I talked to one of my coworkers that came. She was like, the lady was like, oh, they need to kick him out. Even after we stopped talking about it, they need to kick him Why out. Why would they have to, they kick, him to kick, him kick him out? Kick him out for what? I don't get He's it. He's an actual listener lady. He's an actual supporter. You're the brand new person up in here. And when I skipped over her, she felt some type of way because mm-hmm. I was tired of her talking like, oh, well, I guess this is her brand. Well, I guess it is. I guess it is. Next, you can leave. But you still stayed your ass there for the whole fucking show. Yeah, she was still there. There you go. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> um, Shout out to everybody that came and enjoyed themselves and had a good time. It was other women chiming in. Like, it was it was, it was, a, it was great. You know? It was great. It was, the pictures, photos came out great. Shout out to High Five, who performed. He did the photography. He was great. His music was great. It was good. I think um, everyone enjoyed themselves. We had complimentary mimosas. Yes. Um, the drink specials were good. Yes. You had hookah. The panel Shoot, they was had, amazing. They were, um, somebody was outside doing food early, you know, yeah. and all this kind of stuff. So I think that it was a good turnout. Um, but we do have, we have some, some questions that we didn't get into. So basically these questions, um, we had people that were actually at the show, write questions down in a Mm-hmm. little bowl and we were either going to discuss them ourselves or we were going to discuss them with our panel and i right. feel like a few of them we did get a chance to discuss with our panel which was amazing right. um the panel didn't come out exactly how i envisioned it but it came out even better because we actually want, had had what one single woman um two married women one engaged man and two single men which i felt like was very you know like yeah a lot of different opinions a lot of people are at different places in you know mm-hmm. spaces in their lives so that was really good all the questions that they asked it was funny people had a good time right and we got like some real answers um also the dating game that we played we actually made a fucking connection for one of them yes. <laughs> which is good so i'm waiting to get their listener letter and see how their first date went but nina what's the first question that we had first question is public sex is it sexy or too crazy? Um, Have you ever had public sex before? Yes. Where? I don't remember. How do you not remember? I don't remember. These are things you don't do often. Well, what? So okay, the one that's like on the top of my head right now is okay. not. It wasn't technically public sex. It, Why? Well, yeah, it was because it's like oral sex. <laughs> Where it was, was it though? On the street, literally in the street. In the literally street? Literally in the Like outside street. the car? Like car doors no, open? Like we were what? in the car. Oh, in literally, the car, but in Well one I'm not gonna say who was where. One person was standing outside the car. The other person was standing in was sitting okay. inside the car. Okay. And there was some oral sex that happened in the middle of the fucking street. Okay. So but not in the middle of the street. You were in the no, car. We were in the car in the middle of the street. Okay, but you were in the car. It's a difference. It's still public. But we went in parts. It was like somebody pulled over to let somebody out and was like, yeah, let me just real quick. So it was literally lights are still on. Car was all in the middle of the street. Yeah, but it's so, not like you were like outside the car in the street, like one on concrete on your car. knees. No. Oh. <laughs> How you know it was me? How you know it was him? <laughs> so that's the only incident I can really think of off the top of my head, but I know I've had like public, like I've had sex in a movie theater before. Okay, come on. That See, was, that's what I, I mean. I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, but 
that was more younger. It doesn't matter. You did it. You did it. I mean, to me, it's not my cup of tea because I rather just be comfortable. I don't have to worry about like somebody. Oh, somebody is coming. But maybe that's the thrill for some. It's people. a thrill. That's why I guess some people think it's crazy. I've had sex in the movie theater. I've had sex on the beach. I've had sex that? on the ferry going to the beach in a car. Um, I've had sex in a car, a parked car. I've had sex in a parked car. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think where else. But that's pretty much like it. The beach yeah. was okay. It wasn't like, um, it's not like I was really on sand. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But it was dark, so it was cool. Um, a lot of this stuff was like when I was younger. Now it's kind of like, okay, I'm an adult. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then also nowadays it's different because people have cameras and you know what I'm saying? Everybody right. just quick to bring up a phone. And like, Is it public if you're at a hotel on a balcony? Semi. Okay. Yeah, you did that. <laughs> I'm like, okay. You did that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I've done that um, a couple times, mm-hmm. I will say. Sex on the balcony at a hotel. I mean, it's just living life. Sex it's on just... the balcony in my apartment when it was like it's storming just... outside. What's up? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was going through. I mean, anyway. sometimes you just want to anyway. do it. But I think it can be sexy and crazy all at the same time. It's like an adrenaline. It's like a rush, you know? And it's like, oh, you might get caught. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm not trying to go to jail though. <laughs> That's the only thing. And honestly, most of the time, I feel like one time I did get caught, but it wasn't like bad. Like I got caught, but they weren't like trying. Like cops aren't trying to do this type of work. Yeah. Like they just want you to stop yeah. and leave. And like go, they don't. Yeah. They're not like unless you're like intoxicated and drugs. Then it's like, oh, you need to be taken off the streets. But it's like, hey, y'all, just. Move your ass around. <laughs> Move your ass around. The park is closed. Right, right. And that's it. Yeah. So, you know. It's not my cup of tea, but I mean, I'm here for it if you like to do it. Okay. So, that was a good one. Okay. Next one. Does Netflix and chill equal sex? Yes. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. It doesn't. Yeah, it does. I think that the persona that people no. have put on about it, yes, but I don't think just because you Netflix and chill doesn't mean sex involved. I've done Netflix and chill and not had sex. But the thing is, is that when you go to just the regular movies, like you go into the movies and depending on the movie you go, go to, you might be able to have like the little bed or you might be able to lift the little arm up or whatever. You can get closer. But the fact that you're in your house, mm-hmm. you know, and you can get closer to this person like, okay, I can touch a boob. I can touch a leg. I can caress. We can kiss. We can make out. That's mostly going to lead to sex. If most you of the time. allow it Not to happen. Time. Yeah, but mo- if, if you, you don't allow it want to it to happen, it won't happen. But right. most Netflix and chill in the movie winds up watching you. Okay. That's all. That's fine. You matter of fact, no. matter of fact, it happened to me while I was watching the new Mike Epps. See, uh, there you go. Up. Didn't even finish. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good stand-up though. I was honestly surprised because you know Mike Epps has kind of been a little uh yeah. with his stand-up. He's been using a lot of old jokes. This one was actually really good. It was okay. It was good, mm-hmm. but he still sticks to like the same like subjects okay. kind of like, you know, but that's, that's who he is, mm-hmm. but it was actually pretty good. So I'm ready to see if you haven't watched in this it. Richard Pryor movie. Oh yeah. He's not playing Richard Pryor. Yes, is he? he is. Oh, mm-hmm. he does kind of resemble him though. Yeah. Is it done? The movie? I don't know. Okay. Um, okay. So Netflix and chill, I think either it can be sex or not sex. It is what you make it innocent. Most of the time. Make sure you're fresh. <laughs> so. Okay. What's the next one? 
I think I see where the older women put in their comments. Oh, God. What was the comment, Nita? They are not juicy enough. They're really about feminists. They're, they were feminists. Oh, was this after the bitch comment? <laughs> no. Well, they were. But, you know, they were one of the first, like, people there. So I'm sure they wrote, like, something or whatever. Um. Okay. Let's talk about this. Have you heard of the orientation mostly straight? Meaning those who are mainly oriented towards a gender different from their own, but who may have thoughts, crushes, and few occasional behaviors oriented towards the same sex. That's a little confusing. So what you basically say is that you're kind of interested in eating some meow, but you don't really know how to approach it. Like I'm, I'm kind of confused. Okay, let's see. Okay, so the term mostly straight um, when I that hear that word, straight. but when I hear, when I hear that, there's some question. you, the person who's saying I'm mostly straight, you have question marks in your life right. because you are torn between something right. because you're not just straight. You're mostly straight, which means that there's a percentage that like you men. dip in another pool, right. which is fine. Yeah. Um, who cares? my thing is, is that you, and I learned this in college and like sociology, but you are who you say you are. Yeah. No one can like tell Label you whatever. You. Right. So whatever you say you are, that is what you are. Um, uh, let me, I'm just trying to look over this again. So they're saying basically they might have thoughts or crushes on a few occasions. Well, I would just say you're bisexual. I mean, I don't know. But what is a thought or a crush though? Like, let's really I don't, don't because know. I can look at a woman, but like, oh my gosh, she is fine. Like, oh, I'm right. crushing on her. I think, but that doesn't mean I want to be sexually active with right. her. You know what I'm saying? A thought, you can have a thought of a threesome and grabbing a girl's boobs. That could be a thought. So like, are you actually acting on these thoughts? Are you physically acting on these crushes? Cause that's, I feel like right. that's, for a normal woman, I think that's normal to be, to realize that a woman is beautiful or her body is nice right. or whatever, or even to like think of a threesome or some type of interaction with a woman. I think right. technically that can te still be straight. I mean, honestly, I've had encounters with women before. But I've never, and right. I could still say... I can find right. a woman like having a crush on one. Like, oh my gosh, she is so beautiful. She is fine. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, but I mean, it's like even me. Like, I've had encounters with women, but I don't consider myself bisexual only because that it's very, very. That's not something you do on a regular. It's basis. not a regular basis. It's yeah. not every year. It's and it's and it's not planned. You know, and I think I've said this before. It's usually when I'm like I don't even see it coming, and then boom, I'm already in it. And it's like I feel like yes. I can be attracted to him. And I'm like, oh, she's really pretty or whatever. Yeah. But I'm not like, ooh, like, let me try to get with her and get yeah. her number. And let me try to whatever, whatever. Although I feel like maybe the encounters I had with women, they were probably thinking that about me. Yeah. I don't know. I've just always been the type of woman, like, it's always been, like, done to me. Not that I didn't want it, but it was like, I don't know. I'm a very, like, when it comes to certain things, I'm like, mm, I never tried that. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um. I will say I'm I am always the receiver mm -hmm. in these situations. I'm never like doing anything and I never have like a desire to want to mm -hmm. eat the cat or yeah. whatever. Meow. And that's another thing. <laughs> and that's the thing that I'm like, okay, I don't have desire to kiss a woman or whatever, whatever. I mean, 
it's, but it'll so, it'll so happen. Women I mean, make out with other straight women when they go out and stuff, and they start getting drunk. So honestly, but I think lips it's are more, lips. It's like okay, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I think it's just more of like your age bracket because right. I, if we're thinking this is who this is that wrote this note or whatever, I, at their age, yeah, that probably wasn't acceptable. Right. When they were coming up. So that's why you're referring to yourself as like yeah. mostly straight ish. But in our generation and where we're growing up and people that's coming up behind us, motherfuckers don't give a fuck. Right. We don't care. Whatever makes you happy. Right. Whatever floats your boat, sis, ride out. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going ride to locate no oh my more. God. Speaking of him, I know. He's really going through it. And I hope that he um just, I hope he has the support he needs. Right. Um, we live in a world now where I feel like it, like you are in a good time right now to have a hit song and, and to still be, number one. Yeah. Still number one song. So um, I'm sure there's a lot of people. He is. I'm sure he is getting a lot of backlash because this is like one of the biggest songs. Like, but who cares? There's a this lot year. of people that's out here that are bisexual, but trisexual. Yeah. yeah, but you know, for the black community. It's, I feel like we're, we're getting And better. also because it is, his music is on the countryside too. So, you know, we got a lot of, you know, what? country Light. rednecks and stuff. Tight way motherfuckers over there too. So, okay. So this one says, why do you believe so many people who, who agree women should have equal rights are uncomfortable identifying as feminists? I never ran into that problem, but. Um, I feel like depending on your definition of feminist, because if, if you read up on it, it goes a lot of different ways. Right. And a lot of people can't check all of those boxes right. to say that, yeah, I consider myself as mm-hmm. a, as a feminist. Mm-hmm. So that's why. Yeah. Because it's just like the Bible. A lot of people have all their definitions of what the Bible says and they make it right molded to their life or the things that they're trying to do. That's, I feel like that's the same thing with feminists. Like I'm trying to mold this into, to fit my lifestyle or whatever. So for me personally, I don't consider myself as one because I cannot check all of those boxes, but I do believe in equal rights, but that has nothing to do with being a feminist. feminist. Right. I think I agree because one, I'm maybe I'm not educated on what all a feminist entails. Mm-hmm. So right now, no, I can't check all the boxes just because I'm not really sure what all the boxes are. And there's a lot of women who believe in women's rights and equal rights. And they, they're like, oh, I'm a feminist, but they really don't know what it is. Like a feminist can be a man. You know what I mean? Yeah. It can. And a lot of people don't know that or they don't think that. And I'm like, well, yeah, they can. Yeah. It's, it's a belief. It's a right, you know? Right. Um, so yeah. All right. That was boring. Anyways, (gasps) next question. Um, okay. This has been a popular one. Um, actually we should end with that one since it's popular. Okay. Okay. Gentrification in Houston. All right. I think we talked about this before when we were talking about like Turkey Lake Hut and all that third ward. I mean, we can talk about gentrification in Houston. Um, one, I am involved in like real estate and stuff, so I do know that gentrification is needed because um, money has to be made and um, new construction has to go up. I mean, that's the only thing, the way I can see it. In Houston, I do believe that it is, since it's the South, it is a little more directed towards um, demographic. Mm-hmm. Like, so... 
let's take third ward for example because that's the most one that I feel like can relate but third ward is has been and always will be a historically place for people of color um but due to the gentrification and stuff third ward is really expensive like you're starting to get million dollar homes over there you're starting to get you know like these half million dollar townhomes mm -hmm. that um investors are just building these investors live like in dubai in california mm -hmm. they only live here because the land was cheap first of all to them yes yeah, the land was cheap um now it's not but you know it's the, still considered uh, cheap if they don't live here though right original third war the land was cheap nobody wanted to do anything with the community of course it was black people there but y'all know how some of our black people are like they don't believe in buying uh properties or buying their homes now there are some that actually own their homes but they're also getting kicked out of their homes because they can't afford the property tax once they start building all these right. big um homes um right now they're trying to refer to third war as the uh what is it museum district the museum district yeah that's quiet like right. that's that's not what y'all gonna do um even to emancipation park where they were trying to change the name of emancipation park because they were building all these townhomes and stuff around it and they had to do this whole like rally thing and sign all these position yeah. positions because emancipation park was actually the first property of land that slaves owned after slavery and that's why it was called emancipation park now right. the whole street that was what was it? What was Dowling. it? It was Dowling at first, which was a Confederate uh, army, yeah, whatever. Um, now it's Emancipation Street, so it's a lot of history in Third War. There's a lot of history in Fifth War. There's a lot of history all over the city of Houston. But if we stay asleep as people and as community, we gonna wake the fuck up and we ain't gonna be in it no more. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of getting that way already. Um, I think people are starting to wake up like I Turkey Leg Hood. They're actually right. You know, Business owners are waking up, but homeowners and people residences aren't. Yeah. And that's only because it's black and white. Either you have the money or you, you don't. don't. And yeah. if you don't, then it's like, you got to get the fuck out. Yeah. Um, but third word now, like all behind, like um, the few times we've been to Turkey Leg Hut and I see um, these, these new townhomes being built and you see some houses back there. People still trying to hold on to their house. They're not mm -hmm. trying to sell it just yet. Um, and I commend those people. You should wait because yeah. I bet you they're not offering you a million dollars for it. No, you better wait till they do. Yeah. Because the thing is, is that they're offering them probably 400 to 500 if that. Yeah. And I don't even think they're offering that much. They're probably offering like 250,000. Yeah. That's cheap. That is cheap because they're about to make millions off that. of what they're about to build. Yeah. And, I always tell people, I'm like, just hold out, just pay your taxes. Yeah. And, and I think like, <laughs> the way that you can like fight your um, property taxes. Yeah. Um, so if they pay, say they're paying a million dollars in property taxes and you like, well, I haven't did any upgrades to my house or my property. Right. You have to take those pictures. You have to do the documentation. You have to go to the courthouse and you have to prove that you have it instead of just sitting back like, oh, I can't afford it. There are things that you can do to hold on to your property. Well, one thing is that, and I'm getting ready to do this in about two weeks is find out when you're, when you can protest your taxes. Yeah. Um, you have equal opportunity to do that. Um, I do it for the properties that I manage all the time, and I do like over 50 of them. I be in the uh, Harris County Appraisal District all day. I hate it. But it's a chance for you to knock off money off of your taxes by showing proof of of other um, comparisons in your neighborhood yeah. um, of what 
a house is worth because they're going to say, oh, this house is worth this just because of all this the new other construction. Houses, right. You got to find another uh, a property that is identical to yours to show, hey, this property is just for this value. So I want mine to be knocked down to this value. Also, you can bring invoices and repairs that you've had done to your home or business, whatever mm-hmm. it is, to show proof like, hey, these taxes shouldn't be this high because I'm still dealing with the old construction. Right. I haven't renovated anything. Yeah. The thing is, is that we have to educate ourselves on things because people are just going around and doing all these things and people aren't educated on what to do and they think that, oh, well, they're just taking a house. They don't have to. It's your property. Like, stand your ground. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, and honestly, if you are listening and if you have an auntie, grandma, you, if you own a property in third world right now, do not sell it, keep it. Okay. Until they offer you a million dollars, keep it. And it's going to be a long time before they offer that. So get comfortable in your home while you're still there. So do not, do, do not give that up. Um, I will say the gentrification in Houston, they are trying to change the dynamic. That's why you got people like Turkey Lake Hut, they're trying to buy back the block and they literally mean that because they want it to stay black. Mm -hmm. The people who are complaining about the parking, the people going to Turkey Lake Hut, people park on the streets and behind and behind and everything like that and the neighbors don't like it. Most of those neighbors aren't from Houston. They're coming from California, all over Florida, whatever. And they're living in those big three-story towns and they're mad. And I bet if it was like a Starbucks or something like that, they wouldn't be complaining. Or if it was like a pub no, or it's a bar. It's black people. Right. And so what was that? Last week, remember I told you I went to Turkey Lake Hut. I went like on a Tuesday. I always go during the week because I can't handle the, the crowd on the weekends. It's ridiculous. I'm not waiting in line like that. Um, but I went during lunch and I was trying to park on the street. And I noticed that the people who live in the residence behind the Turkey Lake Hut purposely put their trash cans at the end of their driveway. Basically, that is considered city mm-hmm. public right there. Mm-hmm. So their trash cans, and it's like four or five trash cans, like lined up on the curb, like the sidewalk. So you can't park there. First of all, your trash can needs to be like at the end of your driveway, not on the street. But they're doing that so you don't park there. And they have a sign that says, no turkey leg hut parking from 5 p.m. to 3 a.m. It was 1.30 p.m. So that means that... Their trash can shouldn't have been there. Right. It should be able to park. The right. sign is like right there. But that's what I'm talking about. This is what we're dealing with, with, re, with gentrification. This is exactly what we're dealing with. And that's the reason why we have to, as minorities, own stuff, own property. It's the same thing with Midtown. Midtown, Midtown hasn't changed. Why? Because we don't have people running, the, black people owning these buildings and running these clubs or leasing out these buildings and running these clubs. Mm-hmm. We still have the same people. It's not going to change. Um, Midtown, Midtown. It was a restaurant that used to be, this is it, Soul Food used to be over yeah. there. Yeah. They sold that property or whatever for whatever reason. And I don't then, think they owned it. Okay. I don't think they owned okay. it because it was also, it was a little small barbershop that was sitting there too. My dad went to this barbershop for years. I remember going okay. there like as a little kid uh-huh. and when they, whoever owned it, mm-hmm. um, basically like they had to move. Like that was it. So I think the lady mm-hmm. actually wound up retiring because she was already an older lady and she had been cutting my dad hair for years and mind y'all, my dad is in his 70s, okay? So she was an older lady. And yeah. So once they said that she had to move, she just went ahead and retired. But it was a lot of those properties up in there that those... It was black people there. It was black houses there and stuff yeah. like that. But they were not, they didn't own it. 
Yeah. And so when they came in and started building those apartments, those apartments weren't always there. Cycle and not, all that stuff was never there. Yeah, it was never there. Never there. It was like gunshot houses <laughs> all up and down there. Right. But now it's townhomes, it's apartments, it's clubs, yeah. and y'all motherfuckers is not allowed. But, you know, we can sit and complain all we want, but you got to educate yourself and know how to make a change. You know, what do you want to bring? What's the change you want to see? What kind of people do you want to see? And that's what I think, you know, the owners of Turkey Lake Hut are doing. They're trying to create this space for where people can be welcome. They can come to and relax. Mm -hmm. I'm not always in the mood to go over there, you know, because I just be like, I'm not in the mood for a big crowd, you know, and it does create a big crowd, but I love it. I love what they're doing. I think it's needed. And that's all I got to say. about I really hope other people jump on that train. Okay. Next one. It says open or poly relationships. What's the difference? Poly Um, is like three or more. Yeah. And open is just whoever the fuck you want to sleep with. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've never been in a poly relationship. I have been approached about it, but I, yeah. And it's usually what I see from it is that y'all broke and you just need somebody else to help you pay these bills. I honestly think that is one of the foundations of, uh, one of those relationships because it's like, it's multiple incomes in this house and it's multiple kids. I'm not here for that shit. I ain't got no kids. Together. I ain't trying to feed your child. And, I ain't yeah. trying to feed your child. But listen, no, listen, I, I'm just saying, I feel like get multiple jobs. You and Becky Sue. Okay. Get a job. Multiple jobs. That approach I can't remember one couple. It was a white girl and then a black guy. And then the other couple, they were black. And sometimes in these situations, I can't remember who I had this conversation with because I was asked about this. Mm-hmm. But those situations, sometimes if they're in a relationship, sometimes I feel like, okay, y'all got a problem. Y'all think that maybe putting someone else in it might fix it, you know? But I don't think so because, oh, damn, what was the name of that show? I had to think about the name of the show, but it's an actual show on TV where people are, is it Seeking Sister Wife? I think it is Seeking S- Sister Wife. Um, so it was a black couple uh-huh. on here. Um, I, can't, I think they were actually originally from some part of Georgia. I want to say some a little bit outside of Atlanta, mm-hmm. but the husband was pretty successful in what he was doing. Um, the wife also was pretty successful in what she was doing. And they had three kids. Mm-hmm. They were seeking a sister wife to add to their family. They actually found a sister wife who happens to be like a twin okay. to somebody else or whatever. And the twin was not here for the shit. Like she, <laughs> she said, y'all got her fucked up. But I mean, they, they wind up getting, committed i don't know if it was technically married because it came out that the husband the original couple the husband and wife was wasn't necessarily married but they had been with each other for 15 years because they knew that they were going to add somebody else to the family so i think the husband actually married the second wife and not the first wife you see how complicated that sounds already really complicated (laughs) but it seemed like they kind of worked it out and i don't think it was for like financial means because the husband actually asked the second wife not to continue her job that she was doing like figure out what nonprofit she wanted to open or whatever and he would fund it so i guess they were good financially it was just something that they just felt like they wanted to do for other reasons Mm -hmm. um and then it was some other other like white couples and stuff like that that some of them looked like they were struggling a little bit financially and they had a lot of kids and they were still looking for it. I don't know. But 
people do it for different reasons. Right. If you're approached about it, if you're interested in it, you probably have to go talk to somebody that actually has participated. I mean, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm just nervous is just because it's like, I don't want drama. Like, you know what I mean? And I feel like some couples, they might want to do it because they're going through maybe like a hardship, not like financially, but like, in their relationship yeah and maybe no i feel like that'll set shit on fire like you can't do you well, know be... like but some women feel like oh i want to please my man so let's bring in another woman and let's do this that's more like a threesome and see, though it's a threesome but no it's kind of like they'll want to hang out and like stuff like that and it's just kind of like okay what i'm not trying to do is have your lover yeah be, no you know what i mean like i don't want it to turn into a situation where it's like okay this for example, because this has happened when people try to do this, is that a woman will be okay with doing a threesome, you know, whatever, time to time or whatever, whatever. And then the guy might hit up the woman without the without the girlfriend or wife knowing. Mm-hmm. See, that right there's the part because some men have done this and like, oh, it's okay because my wife knows. No, she knows only when we're all right. involved. She don't know that you're talking to me or trying to hook up with me without her. That's not the rule. That's not how it's supposed to go. Right. Right. But I don't think those are those type of relationships because the women are not interacting. They're only interacting with the husband. Now, the women have a relationship as like a friendship or a sisterhood together where we, we, ha- we have to get along to make our household work. So I don't think that's... They definitely well, can't like, be having threesomes to make their husband happy. But one thing is that it's like, I feel like um, when I was approached about it, like, you know, for me, I was like, I would never do this. But you know what? I just want to know, like, how they approach people. Mm-hmm. Like, how, like, how is this going to go? Like, if, yeah. what I'm about to tell you, like, how is, you know, whatever. I just want to see. Like, I just well, want to see. From what I understand now, they're just doing it online. You know, like. Right. Right. So. They're doing it online. But it's just kind of just like, you know. Cause they'll ask me like, "Oh, are you into women?" Not like that. I've done, yeah. you know, well, I've that's had different. They they're looking for a, a threesome relationship that has right. To but do it's with like the... it's kind of like, "Are you into women?" And it's like, no. I was like, I've I've experienced things with women, but I'm not attracted to women. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to do anything like to, um, like I don't want to do something to you or whatever. And I think yeah. the woman's response was like, "Oh, well, you never know until you try." Click. Don't make me do shit. That? If I just told you what I'm not interested in, don't be like, oh, well, maybe um, this is not an after school special. You cannot influence me. Okay. Yeah. No, no, I don't think those people are just looking for a threesome, a hookup. I, I don't know. It's just weird. Like, I guess if it were to happen randomly, you know what I mean? Like if we were just to be yeah. out or something and it happens or whatever, and I'm just in that mood, the drinks are flowing. I'm feeling good. It's like, okay, cool. But anyways, open relationship. I've never had an open relationship. Mm -hmm. It's not a relationship to me. If someone tells me an open relationship, it's not a relationship. We're just not exclusive. We are doing our own thing. It's almost like you're single in a sense. Not necessarily. I feel like with open relationships, it's like we're... We want to be with each other, but we're still doing other things. So that doesn't mean that we don't have a relationship or a bond. It's kind of like a situationship, but we're yeah. like together, but we're still doing other things. That's more of an open relationship. Doing other people. Yeah, but my loyalty and your loyalty is still to me. Like we still have a contract 
in place. But there's no loyalty. Technically. There's no it loyalty. Is. It's we're, no we're talking loyalty about outside what? of sex. We're, we're talking about outside of sex. Just because you fucking somebody don't mean that you trust them with your financials. You know what I'm saying? Those things, it's different from having an open relationship and just fucking somebody. So if you have an open relationship, do you motherfucking thing. Hopefully shit work out for you. That's it. But you can't just say that they don't have, they do have some type of relationship. They have a, some type of relationship, but mm, I just, it's just not for me. It's just not one of my things. Okay. Last question is what's with all the cucumbers getting sucked? I only said it like that because I feel like whoever wrote it said it like that. So the cucumber thing, um, if you are familiar with Texas and Texas music, you will know that there is a rapper named B King who has been doing this for the last like three years. Don't now there's it. something called a cucumber challenge. So I thought people saw this way back three years ago, but yeah. now it's just now becoming like a thing, I guess. I guess. And I thought it was really publicized. I thought like we are, I thought we were past this, but obviously it's but becoming not, a thing. Because we're actually here in Houston and he is a Houston rapper, even though right. he's very mainstream for the most part, like other people has heard his music. He would have his concerts and have, cucumbers and papayas right. and shit for motherfuckers to suck on on stage and all this thing. So this has been a thing for him and I guess more of a Houston culture thing. Like, we know what's been going on. I'm yeah. not trying to suck on a motherfucking cucumber, but that's where it came from. And I feel like it's kind of being brought back up because of somebody else did a video of sucking on a cucumber. And so, like, other people are starting to do it and it's, like, throw up and all kind of, like, the shit is just getting real nasty. One girl, like, I saw a video, like, last year, year before last, and I think I showed you, and one girl, like, did the cucumber thing and she choked and then blood ended up, like, she ended up coughing up blood and then the piece of the cucumber came out. I was like, really, bitch? Are we really about to do that? See the word bitch just rolled off my mouth? See how they just did it? Like, (laughs) see how I just did that? But (laughs) Open your mouth and say, Well, I will say this. I will say this. I did. I think it was a cucumber or a pickle. Okay. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. But wait, no, wait, wait, (laughs) wait. And it wasn't as an adult. I was younger. I wanted to know how to properly like give head and oral sex. So yes, at age 12. Oh, shut the fuck up. I (laughs) tried. I'm not, look, I'm here to, I'm here to say it. Okay. I'm here to say it. Don't act like you didn't try to explore shit when you were going through, when you were going through that puberty, that awkward stage, you just like, you just, whatever. It was summer. I had time. Okay. (laughs) I never had that much time in my motherfucking life. But I remember, I remember I did, but I didn't like choke or anything because back then, I don't know, I guess like being that age is like, you're not aggressive, but I do remember... (laughs) I do remember, like, just try, like, you know, I don't even know. It was just crazy. But, yeah. Oh, my God. I can't believe I said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. Well, um, I mean, look, I lost my virginity at, like, 15. Like, shoot. I was young. Yeah. But I don't – it's not It's not a new thing for us. It's not a new thing. Well, even since it's became published, this thing, I've been seeing this for, for the last two about years. two two years. Yeah. I want to say since like 2017. Yeah. I mean, this has been a thing. Yeah. Um, but now people are making a challenge out of it. I really don't care to see it because this is considered old news to me. Yeah. Um, but 
it's a challenge because people just want to see how deep your throat Y'all is. Y'all might want to be careful though, because I did see somebody getting the cucumber removed at their goddamn stomach. Ew. Yeah. Gross. So I was like, what the fuck is that? And they put out it was a whole cucumber. I'm like, Ew. oh my God. Gross. Y'all need to, just because you see stuff on social media uh, don't mean you're supposed to go and try. Like, let's be smart people. I don't know what made me try the pickle or the thing either. I really don't. But I know what I did. <laughs> I wrapped saran wrap around it. Just so I would know, like, what to expect. Like, you don't was... fucking choke to death on a goddamn I didn't saran choke. wrap. I didn't choke. I was, I was young. Like, I was just, like, trying to make sure that I had the motions oh right. Oh, my God. With oral sex. That's all. That's all. Look, I'm not the only uh, one, okay? Okay, if y'all, if Nina's not the only one, I'm going to need y'all to slide in our DMs and let us know, like, <laughs> you, are, you are not alone. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was sucking one too. Oh my god! <laughs> Do you have a Nina's corner? Get the fuck up Nina's out of here. corner. Um, I just want to say I'm really glad that our live show turned out great. It was our first one. Um. It's definitely opened our eyes to do more, um, do more live shows and do more events. And um, yeah, that's about it for me. Um. So moment with Lark. Thank you guys so much for all your support. We really appreciate it. We will we will be posting like pictures soon. Um, if you guys have pictures that attended the live show, make sure you guys send it to us on either Instagram or you guys can email it to us at singleloop at gmail.com. Singleloop at gmail.com. Um, if you have more questions like these that we did today or you didn't like our answers that we gave to these motherfucking questions, also let us know because we're here to please and call motherfucking bitches and call motherfucking <laughs> niggas. First of all, can I say this also? Oh my God. So the guy that said the word bitch, right, when we took the little break, he walked outside. He was like, look, I ain't going to say nothing else, but let somebody say the word nigga and it's going to be an uproar here. I'm like... <laughs> Oh my god! Because you can't, you gotta keep that same energy. But listen, we are here to educate people on you know being open, being honest, and not being stuck in certain ways. This is what our podcast is about. Our podcast is about dating. Our podcast is about life in general. We all need to grow together, no matter how old we are. Um, and yeah, say the word "bitch" a couple of times. It's fine. Sometimes you might need to. Sometimes a motherfucker deserve a good bitch. Sometimes. That's yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. But um, I think that's, is that pretty much it, Nina? That is, that it. is it. All right. So this is episode 55 of Single Loop. Oh, no, no, no. So we will be in Essence at Essence Festival this yes, weekend. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Totally forgot. So we, we leave will, in like two days. Yes. So we will be in New Orleans starting 4th of July, and we'll be leaving on Sunday. So if you guys see us, say something. Holla at your girls. Let's have fun out here in New Orleans. Let's have fun in the city of Houston. And we will see you guys next time. This is episode 55 of Single and 55. And we out. Out.
Say I need a single, so here you go. Say you need a single, I told him 24. She asked me how my single, I told her damn right. Yeah, she got a man, but she single for the night. Single, 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 single. She single for the night. Single, 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 single. I'm single for the night.